0: The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. And now, on with the show. Hey, how it
1: that's you. Yep. I don't understand why. There it is. It's literally plugged in. We tested it 60 seconds ago. I know. I didn't touch it. What did you do? I didn't touch anything. We're gone for a few days, and you ruin everything.
0: Yes, yes, y'all. Wow. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Carrollton, Texas. It is Texas Football Today. A show that is back and just ruining the intro. My name is Greg Tepper.
1: I am the managing editor of and Dave And you're Camp- too far to that side. Scoot over.
0: I'm the managing editor yeah. of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com. A corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local... Mediocre Internet Show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating their 29th birthday today. 29th or was it 30? I can't remember. It was either 29 or 30. Is Alex Morgan. Okay. That's a... She's good at the that soccer. That is bona fide, like legit one of the best athletes in America. <laughs> yeah. So, this is pretty good. Happy birthday. Today is Tuesday, July 3rd, 2018. July the 3rd be with you. 142 days till Thanksgiving. We talked about this before. You're not doing that. Episode 584. Stop ruining the show. 584. The number of earned runs allowed by the 1966 Washington Senators was a bad year for them. On today's show, guys, we're back from the state seven-on-seven tournament in College Station. We're going to discuss it, talk about what teams impressed us the most, um, talk about kind of where we're at now heading into the fall. uh, If anything has changed for us. Uh, and then just kind of talk a little bit about the event. And then we got a couple of interviews uh, with, uh, believe it or not, players. Mm. Athletes. Uh, we talked with Sonora quarterback Brian Van Winkle, the new uh, head Bronco, uh, the guy triggering the offense uh, there for Sonora. Uh, we're going to hear from him. And then we're going to hear from uh, Gilmer athlete Trey Fluellen, who we caught up with before things got cracking there on the thursday thursday yep thursday that's the only day you were there the only day i was there sorry all these days have run together it's been a very weird day i've been so we'll get into that Uh, i've been traveling all over i've been doing i was in college station then i was in st louis and now i'm back here and then uh thursday i'm going to chicago um and then we're going to san francisco and then we're going to san
1: antonio it's i've been all over the place so days have kind of what's the san francisco trip uh
0: next weekend not this weekend next next weekend
1: so you have one weekend between that and
0: san antonio correct Okay. Yeah, it'll be so weekends from here on out for me. Chicago this weekend for a wedding. uh, San Francisco long next weekend for uh, actual vacation, and then San Antonio, um, and then you're like running away.
1: Yeah, I'm leaving, man.
0: You're you're leaving for like two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks,
1: maybe three. If we will, we will be,
0: we'll be, we'll get into that as it gets closer. But we will be taking a bit of a, a hiatus on the show, although the podcast will still be active with. Interviews from coaching school uh, So we will have that but in any case Max yesterday We um, m- uh, My parents Are moving my parents uh-huh. Are Did you know this Like uh, legit not not in the context of the show Not in as they say in pro wrestling Kayfabe but in uh, uh, Real life
1: I mean I know your dad's Been trying to talk you into buying his house Yeah well,
0: that's true so they're moving um, right. And so as a result like permanently to the lake no, they've, they're building a house south How many downtown. houses do your parents need? Two.
1: That's too many. The they, idea,
0: the idea is that they wanted to turn one house into two. Anyway, uh, so a lot of uh, my parents uh, have been having the great joy of uh, dumping all of my crap that I left at their house yeah. into my house.
1: Yeah, my parents just did that because they just moved.
0: Yes. It's a tradition unlike any other. Yeah. Um, m- m- my wife doesn't deal with clutter well. Okay. Um and so wife does. Right. And so we went through it last night. A number of fun things. If you check out my Twitter account, I tweeted a number of things um about uh from from my youth uh, including photos of uh a photo of uh Coppell Cowboy terrible offensive lineman Greg Tepper. Oh, nice. It's, it's on my Twitter account. At Tepper. Okay. But one thing my parents did drop by. Baseball cards. Uh-huh. My baseball cards. I've, I, I've, of course, I'm a, um, I'm a white male who grew up in the 80s and 90s. Of course, I have a bunch of baseball cards. Uh, Max, well, I know you are a, a big-time baseball player, and baseball's always been one of your favorite yeah. sports, if not your yeah. favorite sport. Um, what's your baseball card experience? That Were you a baseball
1: card kid? There was no baseball card experience. None? No.
0: That's an upset to me.
1: I played baseball.
0: Well, I know. I played baseball, too poorly but well, I these played are some it. interesting pictures you're posting here yeah
1: hmm. um, the so
0: you, you never got into baseball cards
1: I didn't understand what the allure was and I still don't
0: I think the idea of baseball cards is very charming uh, I think it's the idea uh, like it's, it's in, in the same way that people collect caps or people collect other things I think this is a way of kind of marking your 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 baseball um, existence, I think baseball cards helped me to appreciate the sport more, and I I wish that they would become more of a thing, um, because I know that they've it's kind of faded. It was super hot in like the 80s, yeah, and then they printed way too many of them because right. they were thinking like, oh, like basically somebody sold their like a cup like a couple of cards of like Mickey Mantle and Hannes Wagner got super like valuable, yeah. and so they're like. I'm gonna retire off this, and yeah. so people, so they start printing more, and now they're like all oh, worthless. Yeah. Although I did find a signed Craig Biggio card. As I did I see that for well, that's cool. Um, well, yeah. 1990, Mark, uh, listed as a catcher, which
1: is great. Nice. Well, you could uh, you could put your Biggio card with my Bagwell bat, and we'll have a little Astro shrine in here, which is what you've always wanted. It'll be great.
0: So let us know in the comments what your experience
1: with baseball cards was. We're having baseball card talk today. What did Step Step just said? Something? I was very into baseball cards until I was about in sixth grade. When I was in, how is Step commenting on the show when he should be at work? He should be working, sir. I love the old cards more. Help me learn the game's history before the internet. That's there's kind, a time before I, the internet.
0: Yeah, believe it or not, um, we'll have we'll have first encounter with the internet talk at some point too. Because uh, right. I, I definitely remember that. We are Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Max, let's yes. talk about where we were last week. Last okay. week, we traveled down to beautiful College Station, Texas. In the heart of the Brazos Valley uh, To watch some 7-on-7 football Underwear football As as it were As the haters say As the haters say Um, This was my first experience of 7-on-7 We're going to kind of get into the event here at at the back half But uh, if you didn't hear uh, Division 3 was won Which is the new division Was won by Gunner Um, Division 2 Who
1: won Division 2? Uh, Middle Eastern heritage, heritage. Middle yes. heritage,
0: and then Division One, which is the biggest schools, was won by the defending 5A Division Two state champion College stations, playing with home field advantage. Right. Actually, played A&M Consolidated in the finals. So, uh, first and foremost, uh, let's talk about teams that impressed us the most. That that you know, we were driving around, you know. Talking to a lot of coaches, which was a lot of fun, but like we were also watching football, trying to get a feel for these teams, yeah. trying to get a feel for some of these athletes. Here are some of the teams that impressed me. And admittedly, I was only there on Thursday, so I was only able to see. I did not see any of the big bo- any of the big boys, six A or five A. Right. I only saw four A and below. Yep. I was impressed with Midlothian Heritage. I think that was the team we we had kind of marked uh, to watch, and they impressed me. I thought that Landon Ledbetter looked really good, and that receiver core is going to be a problem. Yeah, For people. I thought it looked really good. They were not a surprise. Gunner kind of in that same way. And it's easy yeah. to pick the champions. But we watched Gunner play. Step and I watched Gunner play their final game on Thursday against Fall City. A good, very game Fall City team. Yeah, And um, they really impressed me. Yeah. Uh, that quarterback they've got. Everson. Everson. Everett Everson maybe? Ethan. Ethan Everson. Yeah. That I knew it was E. Yeah. Um, he could sling it. He's good. He can sling it. Yeah. He's got a
1: rifle. Yeah, it's going to be a little different look for that gunner offense this It's going to be weird yeah. because
0: and I was talking with Coach Jake Fizzell there and a couple of their staffers that I know. And I, and, and I wonder if they're going to, you know, we, we've come to love this gunner kind of pistol triple option. veer fear. fear attack, yeah. right? Yeah. I wonder if they're going to throw it more. And yeah. I wonder, you know, if, if they're going to kind of work the offense around what they're good at. Yeah. Um, but they impressed me. Uh, defensively, they impressed me as well. Yeah. I enjoyed watching Dylan Chance go out there and ball out. Uh, Pleasanton impressed me. Yeah. Pleasanton was a team I didn't expect to, 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 like, to do much. But they had a really impressive group of athletes out there. One of their receivers was really, really good as well. Um, Step sending me his list. I know and yeah. we're going to have him on Thursday, so yeah. he can just shut up. Yeah. Um. So there was that. Raymondville impressed me. Yeah. Um. I thought the Bearcats uh, from down in, in in the Valley really came out and and they were one they were very fired up to be there and two they played with their hair on fire. Yeah. They played hard. Yeah. And uh, I was really impressed with with what they were doing. They played some teams that I think were um that that maybe. We thought, okay, this is not going to be that much of a contest. And they fought them tooth and nail. I was really impressed with what they did. The other one was Quero. And that was another team that we obviously kind of knew they had the athletes out there. But until you see it, it's really hard to engage on on the athleticism they have. And they've
1: got... Weapons
0: from yeah. a big school perspective. Which teams uh, impressed you the most?
1: Well, before you, we, Sonora was great. Yeah, small school. Sonora was looked good, Tenaha had their moments. So there's there's some exciting things there. Yeah. Um, a lot of replacements, right? In those teams, for mm-hmm. the big players, and everyone looked really good. Big schools. Uh, Manville looked great. Yeah, replaced everyone. Manville looked awesome. Uh, but they're always good at seven on seven. So I don't know how much you gauge that on yeah. how good they're going to be. Um, Crowley is another one Crowley made a really surprising run um, And barely lost in the first round On Saturday, but won their pool Which Mm -hmm. was amazing the first day Considering who they were up against I think Manville was in their group Um, Mesquite Horn, holy crap what a composed group! Givens, mm-hmm. their quarterback, feels. Like, Step was joking. Doesn't it feel like Givens has been their quarterback forever? One hundred and fifty years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's funny because the problem is we were talking about him back when Robeson was still the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this Givens kid's going to be good, and he would come in whenever Robeson was hurt, and he'd be like, it just feels like he's been there forever. He plays like it. He's really experienced. They played really well. Um, I was impressed by Richmond Foster. Richmond Foster, a really young group of skill players. Mm-hmm. Made some nice runs. Upset Lake Travis to start the day on on day two. That'll turn some heads. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was really good. I'm trying to think. Uh, and then of course, you know how can you not say A&M consolidated in College Station. Um, there are two teams that are great at seven on seven. It showed they were the last ones standing. Um, some really great players on each side. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that really, really, really stood out. I mean. Lake Travis looked good, but it, they're obviously missing Garrett Wilson. He was at the opening, and he would have added something that they were clearly missing. But I do think that you, you look at like their young receivers, and there's a lot to like there. Um, and obviously, this Hudson, Hudson mm-hmm. Card kid, he, he can, might be he good. One more small school I want to okay. shout out. Needville. Okay.
0: Needville was putting up points.
1: Yeah, I mean that's another one. Uh, Hintzer, the head quarterback, yeah. the, the, the the quarterback. He's another one that feels like because his dad's the coach. Yeah. feels like he's been there forever. Yeah, right.
0: They are they're going to score. They had some weapons out there and they were putting up points. Yeah. So
1: it was it was a lot of Coronado. fun. Coronado, Coronado, and then a uh, huge shootout to uh, Worthing. Houston yeah. Worthing made a run, won the consolation bracket uh, in Division One, and basically like had no one out there supporting him except like the coaches.
0: Did it, didn't did I read somewhere that they went 0 and 3 and then won the consolation bracket?
1: Is that yeah. right? Uh, I don't or know that was that right. another team. I think that that Amor. might be someone else, but that uh, just just to go on that run is crazy. It really is. Yeah, yeah. that was that was really really impressive. Um, so
0: let's talk did anything that you saw change what you're thinking for the fall?
1: No, not really. I think the favorites that we've picked make sense. Nothing really changes there. I'm excited about the Gunner stuff we talked Mm -hmm. about. Maybe they're going to be a little different than we expect. Um, But these are all good teams, right? And we expect them to be good. The only difference is maybe you wonder if Manville or Foster, teams that you're used to seeing make deep runs in the playoffs, and expecting them to have a down year because Mm -hmm. there's so many young guys, maybe you don't have to worry about that so much. That's really the only change for me is maybe Manville's gonna be a little, little bit better than I think. Maybe Richmond Foster's gonna be a little bit better than I think because, you know, it's a lot of new faces, but they seem to handle these big this big stage well. You know
0: what's funny is that like in this will kind of transition into our kind of final topic here on this this
1: um on the State
0: seven on seven tournament, um I do think that I've changed a little bit about what I'm thinking. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with what I saw on the field. Yeah. Some of it does. When you see players who you didn't know about, that you're like, "Oh, okay, that kid can play," or "Wow, yeah. that's that's impressive." There was a Pleasanton yeah. receiver, and I wish I knew his name, but yeah. but he really impressed me. It makes me think, okay, yeah. that's that's interesting. Yeah. What makes me, what has maybe changed a few of my thoughts, are with talking with coaches and kind of picking their brain and saying, "What do you think? What are you feeling? How you yeah. you know, how are you guys feeling? You know, what are you seeing here uh, out there?" And so, in a lot of respects. The the changes that I would I, I, like that my mind's gone through have come as a result of those conversations with coaches. Yeah, and saying you know what do you you know what do you think about I'll give you a perfect example. Okay, um, one of the guys that is is on the board and helps with the seven on seven tournament is Don Clayton, the coach yeah. at Cinco Ranch, yeah. and I kind of asked him. I was like, so you know what do you you know this is uh, in, during the game or something like that. I said, what are you thinking about? About uh, you know about Cinco this year, and he kind of talked about you know David Cabenda, their outstanding linebackers. Yeah. Like, we don't have a ton else around them. He goes, I will say this: I think we're going to score. He's like, I think yeah. we've got athletes out there, some young athletes that are going to impress you, and it's things like that that I take in, I take to heart more yeah. than like seeing a quarterback from Rockport make a really nice throw. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, those are the things that I find more interesting and more intriguing to me heading into the fall.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are some there are some great windows, especially with younger players. You'll start to realize how quick some of them are. Maybe there's a kid that's going to be a junior this year that they're like, well, he was a sophomore last year, but he's ready to be the guy now. Yeah, and you're like, oh, well, this is the first time I'm seeing of him, and I get it. Mm-hmm. Right, you'll learn a lot more by the by going to these on which quarterbacks are more accurate on what kind of throws, right? Mm-hmm. This is this is a purely a how accurate can you be as a quarterback will change uh, how well your team does in 7-on-7 seven seven for sure. So mm-hmm. you learn really quickly, wow, I'm really impressed with, with Hintzer from Needville mm-hmm. and his touch on the ball and his ability to put it in a corner for, for only his receiver to get. That kind yeah. of stuff really stands out to you. But beyond that, you can't make sweeping generalizations. You can really only make sort of individual assessments on specific kind of skills. And it's helpful if you don't know a lot about a young player who you haven't seen before.
0: We um, we were down there with the whole crew. Um, uh, pretty much everybody on staff was down there. Yeah. Um, it was my first time at State. You had warned us about the sun and the heat and just the overbearing, like, being out in the sun all day down there in College Station. I will say that it did not seem like the 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 surface of the sun. It seemed like... You were five feet from the surface of the sun, but it yeah. wasn't as bad as I think I had kind of yeah. played. It, but it, w- it, was only, it can be high. It was only like 93, 94. But it's been 102, yeah. 103, That's 104 That's what I fear. Yeah. Um, sunscreen was an absolute must. Uh, it was a great time going out yeah. there. I, I was really – here's the things that surprised me as a first-time state goer. One, um, that Matt Step is a golden god out there. Yep. The big dumb hat is a brand.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Everyone wanted to see the big dumb hat. Oh yeah, he was the number one celebrity.
2: He for really. Sure. It
1: was really. He is so popular at that at the end of the tournament, I kid you not, I'm sitting next to him as the tournament ends, and people are coming up to him thanking him for a great tournament, and he has to be like, "I had nothing." Thank the coaches. Thank the rest. I've just been tweeting. I've just been here shaking <laughs> hands and acting like a little king.
0: Yeah. It was really that was one thing. Um, I was really. I don't know what I expected. Yeah. I was really impressed with the crowd.
1: The crowd's crazy. Uh, Each team really does bring a lot of people for the most part, Uh, and and for as big of a venue as it is and as many people as are, it's incredibly organized. It really. I Uh, was Coach Stevens at Rowlett, and everyone on the board of directors—they're amazing. They do a great job. Coach Houston with the scheduling Mm -hmm. and scores—it is, it is
0: a that is a well-oiled machine. Yeah, and they are. There's a lot going on, so I think people don't necessarily realize there's 16 games going on at a time. Is that right? 16 or 11?
1: Uh, 16 at one. 16 I at think. one. Yeah, there's yeah. 16. 11 like, fields, but there's 16 games yes. at a time because they play on half fields.
0: There are, there's 16 games going on at a time, and it feels like you could just be herding cats, yeah. but it all feels like, no, this is what you're doing. This is, what, you know, where you're going. Yeah. Um, we, I know you ran into a bunch of uh, Texas football
1: I Super fans. Oh my lord! Yes, yeah, so. I had a bunch of
0: coaches say, you know, oh, we love the puck. A couple of officials. Yeah. Oh, for
1: sure. Lots of coaches. Longtime, uh, long time viewer Terry Adams was there. We had a, we had a good chat. Uh, she wanted your and my autograph, which I said, why would oh, we ruin a magazine? That's that's ridiculous. You're not getting that, mm. but. We may work something else out for, her. Mm-hmm. but uh, there are a lot of people I got to talk to. You. I want to give a specific shout out to Ryan in Harker Heights, who is easily the youngest fan who came up to us. Ah, oh, Ryan! Ryan was the man. He was very disappointed you weren't around because he got he came to me in step and got our autographs, but he didn't get yours. So thanks for breaking Ryan's heart, talk about, Tepper.
0: Talk about setting yourself up for disappointment, Ryan. It was
1: great it was great to meet him. It's super cool to meet someone that young who's into the podcast. I, I'm a little worried that we're shaping his youth, his, his young life. I would like to apologize to Ryan's parents. His, his dad was willingly there with him, letting him get these autographs. So he's he's an accomplice in all this. Um, <laughs> I had a really good talk with, uh, I think, Mike, the head coach of the Temple 7-on-7 team. Mm-hmm. Um who said he listens to the show during his graveyard shift at work at two a.m. Yes. in the morning? Which is yes. the only way this show gets weirder.
0: Who was? Who are we talking with? I can't remember who we were talking with. That um, he was. It was one of the coaches. He was saying it was great because my commute used to be like thirty minutes, and so I'd listen to you guys on the way home from work. He's like, but yeah. now my commute's like fifteen seconds. So it's like I like I have to I have to catch up when I'm like mowing the lawn. Anyway, fantastic event. I, I really can't recommend enough going
1: yeah. out there. I, uh, I do want to make some correction. Worthing won the D2 bracket. D2 bracket. After going 1-2 in pool play. That's it. Lubbock Coronado, who yeah. we talked about, That's was 0-3 and, three, three, and then won the D1 oh. bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, those were good ones. I, I, have, <laughs> I also have to... Mahea was great. What I love about Mahea being great is now that Coach Sandoval's wife is angry that we're not talking about how great Mahea was. So, Coach Sandoval i just like you to know that Valerie is giving us grief for not talking about how great you are. And I'm just going to let you deal with that, mm. which is hilarious. Mm. Uh, but she's right. Maheo was great. Maheo was great. Maheo was great. They beat. Uh, I know they beat Cuero. Um, they had some great moments. That was a great game. That one came mm. down to the wire. That was awesome. So Maheo was awesome for sure. I don't want to leave them out. Um, we saw both the Blaylocks, Tony Blaylock and Anthony. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were they were definitely around. Uh, Tony taking all taking all of his pictures. Uh, Anthony uh, updating us with scores. Um, it was it was good. It was, it was fun. fun. I we really saw a lot of great. People. I really
0: can't recommend enough um, going down there and experiencing it for yourself. I really think yeah. that like you got to know what you're getting into, right? Like you're going to yeah. be in the sun. Bring a tent. Bring a chair. Yeah. You got to know what you're getting into. Right. But I will say that like right now. I feel like there's a lot of people around the state who need their football fix, and yeah. this is like the perfect football fix. Yeah. You view it in context, you don't go crazy and say, "Oh wow, Gunners!" Like all of a sudden, like an unstoppable freight train. Yeah, it's like okay, maybe you don't go too yeah. far. They're pretty good, but like I would say that we like, I think it's worth going out there and experiencing to get yeah. that little football fix, and and it's it's it's. You know, in the same way that like the state championship games are just like this smorgasbord of football, it's
1: kind of that same way. So I really yeah. can't recommend it highly enough. Valerie says she's happy now that we mentioned Good. Mejia. Good. I'm still telling on her. I'm just going to. I'm still telling on I'm her. Gonna, I'm going to. I'm going to start calling him Mexia uh, and see what happens. Joseph Joseph Oliveris, big Temple fan, is. Uh, he said, "What do we think about Temple?" And he can't believe we're sleeping on Temple. Number twenty-one, SMH. First off, shut up. I love you. Thanks for being on the show every day. But don't talk to us like that. It's ridiculous. We respect Temple so much. You can't expect anyone to get bumped up to 6A and think, oh, well, they're automatically a top 10 team. You know how hard it is to be a top 10 team in 6A? Number one. Number number two. Temple looked good. They did. They're also starting a tight end at quarterback. And by all accounts, their second best quarterback just left eighth grade. Mm -hmm. So 21 in 6A, pretty good. Maybe that's a good starting point. Calm down.
0: Max.Thompson at TexasFootball.com. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at TCTF, Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Campbells, And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Max, we did have an opportunity to catch up with a number of athletes out there uh, getting, getting prepared. This was on Thursday. I had an opportunity to catch up with the new quarterback at Sonora, Brian Van Winkle. Excited to see what the Broncos do with their new quarterback, Brian Van Winkle. He impressed us uh, very much while he was out there. Here's our conversation with new Sonora quarterback, Brian Van Winkle, here at Texas Football Today. Greg Tepper, Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com here in College Station at the State 7-on-7 Tournament. Here at the quarterback of the Sonora Broncos is Brian Van Winkle. Brian, first and foremost, congratulations on being here in College Station. You know, from your perspective, what's, what's it mean to be out here competing with the best?
3: Oh, it means everything. Uh, just to come out here, just have the privilege. Other teams around the state don't have this. And uh, where you get the opportunity to come out here and continue our football season, really.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, as as the quarterback taking over this this offense, um, you know, what are you hoping to accomplish out here? What are you, you know, personally as as an athlete and, and as a leader uh, hoping to get out of playing seven on seven?
3: I'm just hoping to accomplish a good uh a good chemistry with the guys, uh, just like a good, better friendship, really. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir.
0: Okay, so so then let's look forward to to the fall. Uh, you know, you have the big time expectations in in Sonora. You guys, everyone expects a winner in, in Sonora. So so what what's the key for you guys in, in two to make two thousand eighteen a Sonora like year that we've come to expect? Yes.
3: Just to stay mentally focused and to keep on working. Um, our coaches are amazing at what they do, and they push us to the best. And we just got to stay focused and. Uh, keep the goal at hand is win a
0: state championship how do you think you've grown as an athlete over the past like you, you know off season and in this off season how do you think you've, you've changed as, as a quarterback
3: i'm um, just getting the quarterback name is really something <laughs> else um just um people expect a little bit more from you mm-hmm. so you got to put in the extra work mm-hmm. and uh just coming out here working with the guys it's a. Uh, Something that I really didn't do much last year, but this year I've been really working hard at it. All
0: right, give me a name that maybe people don't know on the Sonora team that you think is going to be a household name. We're going to be talking about in, in October and November as as a as a guy like, oh man, we should have seen that coming.
3: Mm. Or two, you don't have to you don't have to single one out. Let's see, um, probably Willie B. Munoz. Uh huh. And
0: I know I'm putting uh, you on the spot.
3: <laughs> oh with our hot hand, uh, Wesley Dutton.
0: Okay, that's, yeah. a, that's, a pretty, that's a pretty good one. All right, and then the other, finally, I, I want to wrap this up. I understand that you are uh, a tennis sensation as well. Uh, <laughs> right. State finalist there, and you, know, you went to the state tournament in, in tennis. So my question is, is there any correlation between being a good tennis player and being a good quarterback? Uh,
3: well, I played mixed doubles with a partner. Okay. So um, since uh, it wasn't like singles like I've been playing, but... Um, I just gotta stay focused. I've been staying focused, and I had the patience. Okay. So I had a mixed doubles partner. So just kind of like the same thing with these guys over here. Gotta stay patient with them.
0: And you're 100 percent sure you could smoke any of your teammates at tennis?
3: Who I'm pretty sure. I <laughs> think I'm the best pen test player on the team right now. <laughs> Brian, appreciate it, man. Good appreciate, luck.
0: Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. There he is, Brian Van Winkle, new quarterback at Sonora. Poised kid, real poised. Ready I to was, go. I was. Indian. And I'll tell you this: he played great. He he played great. Um. It was, you know, we talked with Coach Cordell um, there, at uh, Coach Jeff Cordell at Sonora, and, and kind of, you know. Well, the way we do it to be, I'll pull back the curtain entirely. We go to the coaches and we say, hey, we'd love to talk to one of your kids. Who would be the best kid to talk to? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because, yeah. you know, there are some kids who are just shy and they don't want to talk or, they're, you know, it's just not their thing. That's okay. We don't want to put them put pressure on them. So we kind of leave it up to the coach. He goes, well, it, like, without hesitation, like, talk to Brian. Like, he'll be great. And he really was. He was fantastic, real poised kid. Uh, looked ready to, and, and he looked the part, looked the part, and kind of led, led Sonora to a, to a pretty good run there at the 7-on-7 tournament. Excited to see them. Appreciate Brian Van Winkle chatting with us. Another guy we chatted with go out east to Gilmer, to Buckeye Land. We talked with uh, two-way star, wide receiver, and defensive back Trey Flewellen. Uh Exciting young man. Here is our conversation with Gilmer uh, athlete Trey Fluellen here on Texas Football Today. Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com here in College Station, Texas, for the State 7-on-7 7 7 Tournament uh, with one of the stars of the Gilmer Buckeyes. We're joined by Trey Fluell. And Trey, uh, first and foremost, I know you guys like to compete in everything. Here you are at the, the State 7-on-7 7 7 Tournament. What does it mean for, for you guys to be here uh, competing with the best?
2: Um, First off, it's, it's like one of the greatest things to, to get to have an opportunity to come out here to do stuff like this with your team because not everybody gets to do this and get the supplies, you know what I'm saying, that... Everybody else can get. Second off, I mean, you here with the coaches, so you get a better, better format. You know what I'm saying? You get to know the coaches more. Mm-hmm. You got players that haven't been really out. They get to see what it's like to come up here and do stuff like this.
0: So, what is, you know, from your perspective, what do you get from, from playing seven on seven? I know it's, you know, it's diff- obviously different from 11 man, from what you're going to play in the football. But from you, as an, from an athlete's perspective, what do you get from playing seven on seven?
2: Um, I think of seven on seven, you know what I'm saying? We you, we try to use it as much as we can for football. Uh, you get better skill. I use it for one on ones, you know what I'm saying? For your inside routes, outside routes. I use it for cover two and all that. Mm hmm. Yes sir. Got it.
0: Okay, so let's look forward to the fall. Uh last year, you know, a good year, maybe not up to Gilmer standards. You know what I mean? What's it gonna take for, for Gilmer to to get back to back to where they're used to being back playing for state championships?
2: Keep hustling and do what we're doing. Um we'll fight we gotta fight every day. We gotta hustle mm-hmm. and stay humble. All right, so how
0: have, how have you grown as a player? What, what have, how have you changed maybe from last year to this year that, that fans can expect to see?
2: Over this past year, I've seen that we didn't have leadership like we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. So I had to step in and make a choice and see if I wanted, you know what I'm saying, to either to be the best or stay where we was. And I, I chose, I'm choosing to be the best. So we got to come to practice, come work hard every day. Come to summer workouts and do what we got to do. All right,
0: give me a name that maybe people don't know on this Gilmer team that they're going to know by the end of the year.
2: K. Camp, that's the quarterback. Mhm. K. Camp and uh, can I say one more? Go, go K- for it, man. K. Camp and Dylan Fluellen. Uh, yeah. Dylan Fluellen's my little brother, and oh, uh, okay, I get but it. Been, but he's been, you know, what I'm <laughs> saying. So this
0: is not just to impress mom.
2: Right. No, this this <laughs> is real stuff. K. Camp and Dylan Fluellen work hard. I mean, K. Camp's one of the hardest workers I've I've seen in a while. Like, he's. He's hustling uh, Alright now the, the, the other question I've got You know you're out here with your teammates You're chopping it up
0: You're having a good time Who's, who's the prankster on the team? Who's the guy that you gotta watch your
2: back Because he's gonna be He's gonna be pulling something on you To be honest <laughs> It's really me
0: Oh really Alright so what you, what you got planned?
2: I, I think I'm gonna get my coach tonight While he's sleeping I'm gonna try to wake him up with some water
0: Alright It's Trey Flewellen. The, this is This is not admissible in court Appreciate it, man. Thank you. There is Trey Flewell. Athlete <laughs> He's Gilner. hilarious. That was really good. And, like, I, you know, I always want to, I, I, I long-time viewers of the show know that I like to keep it kind of light. And I don't, you know, I want to ask him questions that are, that are you know, we're going to learn about. But I want to finish it off with, with some fun. I did not anticipate that reaction to, uh. To, to be honest. Who's the prankster? It's me. I think it's me. <laughs> it's funny. We, we, I, I I kept saying that to Steph like the rest of the the rest of the, the weekend. Oh, I was like, yeah. I think it's me.
1: Uh, we were. I mean, look, we've got uh, that's two. We've got seven more player interviews we did this yes. this weekend. Hopefully, we'll get them to you most of, most of this week. Uh, they're available for insiders yes. on the website. You can see them there. Uh, all the guys, yeah, really they
0: are fantastic. So we appreciate Trey Fluell and catching up with us from Gilmer. And now we go to Max Thompson for the award winning segment. Final thoughts.
1: Man, I feel like I, I already had it with Joseph. Okay. Nah, I'm messing with you. Uh, and all kidding aside, I love Joseph. He's yeah, here sounds, all the time. Sounds like and that. And he reps that whole area, not just uh, Temple. I saw the Temple Cameron Coach. Oh, we have
0: one. a. Te- I have a Temple. Actually, I had to go to my car. I have a Temple helmet in my car. That we do have a Scott new Temple Stewart. helmet for the Swag Shrine.
3: That's if true.
1: You,
0: if you haven't seen, um, uh, case I went down to KCEN with Je- our friend Jessica Mori. Your friend Jessica um, Mori. We we did the uh, we kind of went through district by district, but I show up and Coach Stewart, Coach Scott Stewart from Temple's there, and they wanted to do a bit about like you know how he would we would do he would be involved and I said all right what if I just like we're talking about Temple, and I kind of talk about what I like about um like Monto President and Jared Wiley, uh, but then I just start going in on the coaching staff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then you come up It worked out really well uh, yeah. It was a good bit And then he also gave me A um, a Temple helmet So yeah. uh, We're going
1: to have that In the Swag Shrine Excited. Temple's going to be good hey, it's uh, Houston State Championship game By the way Yeah, I know That's yeah. the exciting part They're going to be good They're in a tough district But I think they'll handle it fine 20,
0: They're in a deep district too
1: 21 in the state Seems about right Look Wiley is a tight end Playing quarterback And he's gigantic but he's a good He was the biggest kid out of there. Yeah. Um he'll be good. But you know, if he's doing that, he can't be a target downfield. No, that so hurt. that's that's the trade off you make there. But I, I think they'll be good. I think they'll uh, be pretty solid. We uh we had another good with uh one guy ask uh, if Lancaster was there. They did not play in seven on nope. seven. I believe they just didn't qualify. But I don't correct. know off the top of my head. Coach Gilbert usually plays, but they I play didn't. And, and I know we saw him last year uh mm-hmm. in qualifiers, but I do not know uh whether they qualified or not. Um and then uh, we had someone ask about Henderson. They weren't there either. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of a lot of teams who play, but maybe don't try to do state qualifiers. They'll do like local seven on seven drills with other teams. And that's another reason
0: why we kind of um, like we we take uh, the seven on seven stuff with a grain of salt. Is like not everybody is there, and and so and and let's be honest, there are some teams. Whose style of play Is not conducive To seven on seven Right Like we did see some Like slot T Wing T type well, teams Well that's the
1: hilarious thing Right You see a team like East Bernard Yeah Out there And they're playing well
0: Fall City Fall Who City. I believe play, Does a wing T I think it is um, Fall City Was lining up under center which makes me so happy I can't even express into words.
1: I think it was Klein Collins who would fake the pitches. Yeah, they're
0: doing play fakes, Uh, which, again, that's great because you're getting more used to the quarterback having to do that. If
1: you're a quarterback's quarterback's coach, offensive coordinator, you're saying – I want your eyes to be working in the same way that they'll mm-hmm. be working when we're actually doing yes. this in our base yes. offense.
0: Yes. We yeah. want to make it we want to make practice as much like the game as possible. But it's just so funny. It's like it's like don't bite on the play fake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like Yeah. No, it's funny, but uh but yeah, I mean overall, look, it's it's hard to be there 3 days. It's hot. Mhm. You get sunburnt, Uh but I think it's getting better every year. I think they're going to find new ways every year to make it more convenient for fans who come out. There's way more shuttles this year driving people mm-hmm. around. Um, we even gave some people some rides in our golf cart. Uh, so, look, if you came out, you said, hey, it was awesome to see you. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang with us. Maybe next year, Tepper will actually care about the rest of you and be there the whole time. Maybe mm-hmm. not. Maybe. I wouldn't bet on it. I wouldn't bet on it either. I'm a jerk. Anyway. That's going to do it for us.
0: Thank you for spending part of the day with us. We are off tomorrow for uh, America's birthday. Please be safe out there. Don't do anything stupid. Make sure you're here because we need your views on the show. That's literally <laughs> the only reason I want you to be safe. So, I'm <laughs> kidding. I love you very much. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Vince Young, please can get your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you Thursday on Texas Football Today.